Podcast with your host, Jenny. And Matt Morris. This is episode five, where we'll be debunking some vegan myths. And actually, there are quite a few of them. Yes, there are. But before we get into the main topic and all those juicy details, we are going to talk about what we ate this past week. On our trip to Richmond. Yes. I think we mentioned in the last episode that we were taking a trip to Richmond. That was one of the things we were excited about. Uh, And we did go to quite a few places and they were pretty good. They were. We didn't get to hit them all up, but that saved some room for the next trip. Yep. But we were pleasantly uh, surprised by Richmond. It had a lot of great uh, vegan restaurants, a lot of them. Uh, So it's kind of a vegan mecca up there. Yeah, it was quite impressive how many restaurants were around and breweries. Ember, yes. We live in Raleigh, North Carolina, and we thought that we had a lot of breweries here, which we do, but Richmond kind of puts us to shame, I think. Yeah, there's a lot of really good ones. <laughs> yeah, so well, we had fun exploring that. Uh, also in Richmond, there are a lot of things to do. There are a lot of museums. Uh, we didn't hit any of them up. <laughs> it's very historic. You're right. We didn't do anything to enhance our culture, but that, like I said, there's always next time. Yes, yes. Yeah, so our main purpose for going there was basically to explore the different food options, the vegan food, and then also the brewery. So sometimes you just want to go somewhere and eat. Yes. All right. So first up, we went to the Guar Bar. So you want to explain Guar? Sure. I'm not sure if you're familiar with Guar, but they are a band. Um, they're a rock band from, I'd say, the 80s, 90s. They are very theatrical on stage and very... Um, Gruesome, and imagine yeah. maybe Alice Cooper times one million. Yeah, kind of crazy. Um, but they're a fun band to watch if you haven't seen them, and they have their own bar. In Richmond, yeah. So we wanted to go stop and check it out. It's just a small place, um, a little dark, but really cool inside. There's like a lot of neat artwork and memorabilia. Some guitars hanging on the wall and, and kind of cool stuff. Yep. And then also their menu, so that it's not 100% vegan, but they have a lot of vegan options on their menu. Uh, we actually tried three different things. So we got an appetizer, we got a starter, the vegan nuggets, which are pretty much a buffalo cauliflower bite uh, that came with ranch dressing. And it was really good. Yeah, I thought they were really good. The ranch dressing I was not the biggest fan of. But the bites themselves were, were, I would get them again, yes. Yep, I totally agree. And then for our meals, we got I got the most popular uh, menu uh, item on their menu. I think that actually made note of that. It was called the Hail Satan. Uh, it's a house-made barbecue seitan, and you have your choice of either getting it the guarbecue, which I thought was funny. Yes, <laughs> play the on menu words. is full of play on words. <laughs> I love it. I'm a sucker for a good pun. And or you could get the Carolina-style sauce uh, barbecue sauce and it has onion straws and uh, slaw and hot sauce on it so i found it to be it was really good but i found the barbecue sauce to be a little too sweet for my liking yeah i thought so too so it was really good so if you like a sweeter barbecue sauce this is going to be right up your alley but otherwise i thought it was really good I got the vegan Whopper, which was house-made vegan Italian sausage, black pepper mustard, and caramelized onions. Um, it also had some roasted red peppers. Again, I thought it was okay. Kind of 
it was it wasn't bad by any means. It didn't blow me away. I was kind of hoping for a little bit more. Yeah, I think the description of it, we were expecting like a big flavor explosion from it, but it wasn't really that flavorful, surprisingly. No. So that one was a little bit of, I think, a disappointment. Uh, it wasn't bad though. But saving the day was the fantastic tater tots yes! that seemed to come with everything in Richmond. Yes. And they are done to perfection at the Guar Bar. Yes. My favorite thing about Richmond was that you can find tater tots everywhere. <laughs> that is not the case down here. So we, we love tots and they are in abundance up there. Yeah. And by far the Guar Bar had our favorite tots. Yeah, they were good. But, but a lot of places had good ones. It's just they were... Above and beyond. Yeah. So kudos to you, Guarbar. Your tots are ridiculously good. You know, when I saw them in concert 20 years ago, I remember thinking, I bet they make a good tot. <laughs> no, I could just I could just tell by looking at them. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> well, you were right. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So next up, uh, we had, we went to the Sugar Shack, which is a donut shop in Richmond. And... I have to say, and I think you're going to agree with me, by far, these are the best vegan donuts we've ever had. I'm definitely going to agree. I do feel that the bar has not been raised high enough in this industry, um, but the Sugar Shack certainly raised that bar up. That was They were fantastic donuts. Yes. Uh, they weren't... Uh, normally, when you have a vegan donut, in our experience, it's overly sweet. Yes. A lot of vegan desserts are like that, I and think. They, and they, them, I but. think they tend to taste... A little bit stale also. Even when they're at their freshest, they kind of taste to me like they're a day old. Um, but these were tasted like they were fresh out of the oven. Yeah, I think our favorite one was uh, a donut with this caramel icing on it. Yeah, the caramel icing was banging. Yeah. And they had a lot of different varieties too, which you don't always get in a place that serves both vegan and non-vegan donuts. Yeah, but the vegan ones are clearly marked. Uh, and it's, it's rare that I like a dessert so much that doesn't include chocolate but the caramel <laughs> icing was so it was banging so and they may have had some chocolate once but i didn't get there too early in the morning um so their selection was winding down a little bit but yep. what we got was great yep thumbs two thumbs up yeah definitely we'll go back to the sugar shack uh next we had we went to stone brewery brewing and we love it great beer uh but they do not serve food there but the bartender gave us a couple menus because there are a couple places that do deliver and we ordered from the hop craft pizza and beer uh place and they do have several different vegan options they have two different vegan cheeses uh that they reference and it's either unmoo which is a local cheese made in richmond i've never heard of it so i don't really think they distribute you know very far outside the area so and then they also reference teas so i think they they use that cheese Mm -hmm. as well now i'm not a fan of teas and I think that's more popular out west, like in the Midwest and stuff, because you don't see teas too often being used in this area. And generally, when one's local, we like to try the local. Exactly. So we did go with the unmoved cheese. It was good, but definitely not one of our top cheeses. I don't know that I would want to get it again. It was good, but it lacks flavor, I thought. Yeah, if, if I wouldn't choose to get it again if there were other options, but if... I went somewhere and that was its only option. I wouldn't be discouraged. I agree. Yeah. 
Absolutely, 100%. It 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 wasn't bad. It wasn't one of our best cheeses, but stay tuned in a future episode. We will go over our favorite cheeses. Yep. And we will let you know where the unmoved stood on our list. Yeah. All right. And then lastly, we went to the Bingo Beer Company. And that was a pretty cool place. Yeah, it that was, was fun. It was a fun experience. A bar. They, there was, it was like an arcade. They had different games. Uh, but we ordered there a sandwich. It was a, a tempeh, a grilled tempeh sandwich. But what we got was a red beet sandwich. And we were a little surprised, but they told us that they actually don't carry the tempeh sandwich anymore. They just haven't taken it off the menu, which... It was weird that they didn't tell us that beforehand. They just gave us a beet sandwich, which Matt and I were going to share that sandwich. And I happen to love red beets, but Matt, not so much. Yeah, I can have a beet or two, but that thing was beyond loaded with beets. Yeah, so I loved it. <laughs> it was so good. Yeah, it was It was okay for a bite yeah. and then too many beets. Yeah, but it, if you like beets, that is a wonderful sandwich. And they also have tots, and of course we got the tots. Gotta get the tots. Yeah, but there they put some kind of seasoning on the tots that I didn't really care for. You didn't mind it so No, I thought much. it was okay, and I appreciated their effort, because when everywhere sells tots, I guess you gotta try to yeah. stand out, and that was kind of fun of it for me is tasting different tots yeah and then also you had a pickle plate and that pickle plate was really good yes yep. yep all right so that pretty much is the end of what we ate there so stay tuned we were gonna we definitely want to visit richmond again so there's so many places that we need to try yet so we'll just keep you updated on that as always with all our travels we will do the same and then um, let's move on to our product highlight of the week. It's another food item uh, this week, and we're highlighting Wildwood Soy Milk Creamer. So I love coffee. Matt, not so much. Yes, <laughs> so- I do not care for it. You're right. So we're, I'm going to let you handle the review on this one because anything coffee-related, you can kind of tune me out. That is so crazy. With the exception of the occasional coffee stout. Oh, of course. So this Wildwood soy milk creamer, by far, hands down, the best soy creamer for coffee in the market. Creamer for coffee, a vegan creamer in the market. It is so good. When Before I went vegan, I always just took cream in my coffee, no sugar, but I loved cream in my coffee. And... I never found a non-dairy version that was acceptable to me. I just stopped using it, and I just drank my coffee black for many, many years. Until one time, I was at a friend's house for brunch, and she had this. She's like, you've got to try it, and I did. And wow, did that take me back. So that's what I use in my coffee now. I absolutely love it. It is, in my opinion, the best creamer out there. So if you drink coffee and you miss creamer or you're just starting to explore plant-based diet and you're looking for a substitute i highly recommend it very very good all right so with that said we are going to move on to our main topic our myths yeah so uh the title of this episode is vegan myth busters and that's us so we're going to be busting some myths for you and we'll go through a few of them here but there are Quite a few, and we can't hit them all on this one, but we will do our best. Exactly. The first myth that we're going to bust is that vegans only eat grass. You give up all the good food, and all we eat is salad. So it couldn't be further from the truth. Yeah, I think (laughs) we're starting with 
what turns out to be the craziest one because now you're exploring all these other different flavors and you realize that you were limited this whole time up until now. Yeah, I know before we I became vegan, you know, my main plate consisted of a meat, uh, well, before vegetarian, like a meat of some sort, a starch like potatoes or whatever, and then just a tiny bit of vegetables on the side. So vegetables were not the main event of the of the meal, uh, like they are now. And or it was just something with cheese smothered on it, like pasta with cheese smothered all over it or, you know, so that was pretty much the extent of it. That was that was it. And now, you know what you can do with vegetables. It is just amazing how you can manipulate them to to taste a different way or, you know, you can, like Matt said, explore different new flavors that you can fall in love with. It's yeah, incredible. So many of them have such bold flavors that. It's it's quite impressive. Yep. And then, you know, I always like the saying, anything you can eat, I can eat vegan. So it's pretty much, you know, it's never going to taste exactly the same. And if you expect it to, well, that's oh, that's cr- just crazy. It's on you. <laughs> yeah, but if you want a similar flavor or a similar texture to kind of, you know, help you ease into this transition, you can certainly achieve that in, in most cases. So, yeah, I agree. So if you're thinking it's going to be, like she said, an exact replica, you, you going to get disappointed. But if you just have an open mind and play with some different flavors, you might find that you actually like it better. And that's what happened with us. Yep. Okay, so our next myth that we're busting is that vegan diets are not healthy. So they're lacking in protein and calcium. Those are the two biggies that we hear a lot. They will always come up in early in the conversation. Yes, especially protein. Protein God. is always number one. It's crazy. Um, so absolutely a myth, okay? It is not hard to get enough protein on a plant-based diet, not at all. Because, surprise, plants actually have protein. <laughs> Shocker. <laughs> I know. Meat is not the only, animal meat's not the only source of protein. So you absolutely 100% can get your daily allowance in protein if you eat a balanced diet. So it, it's not a problem at all. And I think some of the good plant-based protein sources are like kale and broccoli, peas, uh, lentils and beans, uh, edamame, almonds, walnuts are high in protein. So there are so many different uh, options for you. And they all sound great. Yes. And they're easy to get. Like I said, it's easy to get your protein intake for the day. Now, calcium, same thing. There are so many plant-based sources of calcium. You don't need dairy. Okay. That is not the only source or the best source for getting your calcium. So for some examples of plant-based calcium would be uh, sesame seeds and chia seeds are high in calcium. Uh, A lot of beans Almonds, again, uh, dark leafy greens especially, are are very, very good uh, sources of calcium. So like collards and kale, spinach, uh, also tofu, and even like fortified plant milks, like your fortified soy milks and almond milk and rice milks and so forth. 
I'm still back on collards because now I'm thinking about them. Um, but I love all the seeds and the beans and all those are fantastic. So not hard at all. Not hard at all. So that's a big myth. Uh, the next one. That vegans do not get sick. False. <laughs> <laughs> that is false. Plant-based diet is not a guarantee that you won't get sick or get heart disease or cancer, but it may reduce your risk. Yeah. So I have found, I will tell you that since I started following a plant-based diet, my immune system is definitely on overdrive. Yes. Like my immune system is better and I do not get sick nearly as often as I used to. But yes, I still get sick but every now and then. But when you do start to feel something, it, it doesn't last very long. I've no. Noticed. Yeah, even when I do get sick, like before, if I got a cold, it would last like one, two weeks. And now it's gone within two or three days, tops. So I I get over things like a lot quicker. So I, you know, you can still get sick on a vegan diet. There's no guarantee. So we hear a lot of people putting a lot of emphasis like that you'll be healthy and and you will. It, it is a healthier yeah. diet to follow, but however, it, it doesn't make you bulletproof. Correct. That's that's pretty much what we're trying to say. All right. It's too hard to be vegan, yeah, Matt. It is. What are your um, thoughts on that? Well, it is because <laughs> it's change, and change is difficult for a lot of people. But yes. like most, thing, most things you're trying to change, if you just give it a serious effort, you'll find that the vegan plant-based lifestyle is super simple. And like like we mentioned in the past, you know, there's two types of people. That, the one that dives into the deep end and the one that dips their toe in. So you decide which one you want to be, but give it a chance. Try to embrace the change, and we're all going to get through this. Yeah. All right. And the next myth is vegan diets make you weak, and that is false. So only if you're not eating a balanced diet, and that goes for anyone, not just people following a plant-based diet. Yeah, that's straight across the board. Yeah. But for some reason, people think that, you know, eating like a plant-based diet will make you weak, not as strong. And they also think that vegans are the only ones that aren't eating a balanced diet. Like they're convinced that they're already on a balanced diet, but they're probably not either. Right. So as long as you're getting enough calories, you know, your protein, watching your protein and your iron uh, and your vitamin B12, which you can get through a supplement or through fortified foods, you're you're going to be fine. Like you definitely vegan doesn't equal weak, not at all. And you can just ask some of the vegan athletes out there. there There are many. There are many and there are some big named ones, too, like Venus Williams. Carl Lewis, Jermaine Defoe, Colin Kaepernick. Yeah. I mean, they're all, they're out there. They're walking among us. Yeah. You're not going to call them weak. (laughs) Okay. So it just, it really depends. If you feel weak when you start a plant-based diet, I would really take a hard look at exactly what you're eating and making sure that, that it's balanced and you're getting enough nutrients. And calories. I think enough calories is the biggest thing uh, because people tend to keep 
like if they are eating a plant-based diet to lose weight, for example, like they tend to keep their portions super small and you can't do that. You actually have to eat more on a plant-based diet to get your calories in. And it's a hard adjustment for people to think because you think you, if you want to lose weight, you have to eat less, but plant-based diet, that doesn't fly. <laughs> so just something to keep in mind. Definitely. And moving on to our next one is one of our favorites, and you will hear us talk about this a lot, is that the vegan diet is too expensive. Yeah. And I think that myth comes from a lot of times people see the processed foods that are out there or the prices on some restaurant menus and all those things. And and that is true. If you're buying processed foods at the grocery store, they are probably a little bit more expensive, but if you're eating a mostly whole food diet, you will absolutely save money. Yeah, it's not just going to be like you you're just going you're going to save a significant amount of money. And once you start eating all this whole foods, you're not even going to want those processed ones. No. Anyway, so this will reduce your your financial stress. Yes, absolutely. All right. Uh, The next one is one that comes up a lot and it kind of irritates me a little bit, but I I understand. It is a plant-based diet is extreme. So that is a common misconception. Yes, and since this one bugs Jenny so much (laughs) and we all like to hear a good rant, I'm going to let her take this one. Okay, I'm not going to rant that much. (laughs) Okay, I I will rein it in. I did have a completely other rant to go off of on this, but he decided to take a little bit of that negativity out. We'll see. (laughs) So anyway, so a plant-based diet is extreme. That is not the case at all. And I think uh, switching to a plant-based diet can seem extreme to some because the thought of making this lifestyle change, it is flipping everything that you know and that you've done throughout your entire life as far as eating. It's taking you outside of your comfort zone and that can be super overwhelming. So I think that's why some people think it's extreme and that's understandable. See, I'm being very you, good. Well, I, I see you're just getting ramped up though. But <laughs> I just want to say there is no shame in taking it slow and like Matt and I always always say dipping your toe in the plant-based pool no shame whatsoever so if you just take it easy even if you just do one plant-based meal a week start with that do your meatless mondays and then just expand on that so that way you get used to it a plant-based diet is scientifically proven to help prevent and even reverse heart disease And then also, research shows that a plant-based diet has been connected to lower risk of cancer, heart disease, and autoimmune disorders. Maybe it is extreme (laughs) because we're so used to hearing about all these illnesses and something that may be able to help it seems extreme. Yeah, I just think our society is so, we're not, we don't focus on prevention, we we go about our business and then if we get sick we go to the doctors and or we take the pill that's supposed to make it better the magic pill and then we need to take the other pill to fix what the other first pill's doing band-aid upon band-aid upon band-aid so anyway look at you yeah. did this you yeah, made I'm me watching. go on I'm a just rant. sitting here watching it <laughs> anyway let's move on we're going to have to start the uh, video taping these as well so people can see your rant. <laughs> Stop. 
stop it. My <laughs> hand's flailing. <laughs> All right. So moving on. Here's here's our last myth. Um, and it's a pretty big one. I could go on a rant about this one, too. I'm very passionate about this. And we will expand on this in another episode. So the last myth is you will lose weight on a vegan diet. So that is not always true. Yes, people often confuse vegan and healthy in a way that they just assume they go together. But trust me, you could eat Oreo cookies all day, which are vegan. And some of the Girl Scout cookies are vegan. And (laughs) Ben and Jerry's makes vegan ice cream. And you could eat that all day and probably see that your scale is going to go up. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a lot of vegan junk food out there. So that's why eating a lot of processed foods, they're just not going to help you if your goal is to lose weight. If you stick to a mostly whole foods plant-based diet, you will have a greater chance at losing weight. It's not, again, it's not guaranteed. It just depends on your lifestyle. Your lifestyle and your metabolism and Exactly. Fun stuff. A lot of factors go into that. Um, And then also I want to point out uh, that not all vegans are skinny and fit. That is a misconception. That is just a stereotype that promotes body shaming and it needs to stop. That's another thing that the two don't always go together because they could be skinny or fit. Skinny doesn't always mean fit and fit doesn't always mean skinny. Right. And overweight doesn't always mean unhealthy. Correct. Everybody is different. Body shaming is a huge problem uh, inside and outside the vegan community. It definitely is. It's, it's, it's Every walk of life has a body shaming problem. Yeah. You don't know someone else's situation, so don't be judgmental. <laughs> <laughs> don't do it, kids. Don't do it. Uh, listen to your parents. <laughs> Mom and Dad Morris. Okay, so those were our... Myths. Myths. Again, there's many more, but hopefully this uh, debunked some of the ones that you may have heard of mm-hmm. and possibly even thought of, and maybe someone brought them up and you didn't know exactly how to respond. Yep. So there you have it. If you have any questions, you know how to reach us. Hello at vegology.com. And also to go along with these myths, I think one of the most common, as we said, that that we get asked is about the protein, Um, how you people constantly think that you can't get enough protein on a vegan diet just because you don't eat meat. Uh, Same thing goes for a vegetarian diet. I used to get that. I've been getting that for over 20 years. So. Along with this episode, we do have a freebie that you can download. It's a cheat sheet on plant-based sources of protein. So we mentioned a couple of them in this episode, but there are so many more. So we are going to lay that all out for you. Definitely. So if you like what you hear, please subscribe. Get your free cheat sheet on plant-based sources of protein. Rate us on iTunes and leave us a wonderful review. That would be great. Yeah, we'd love it. Yes, we'd love to hear from you and love to hear what you think. Yes. All right. Well, that's the end. Until next time, folks. Peace and and love. love.